This week, Walmart raised its forecast on increased sales, and the Port of Los Angeles continued to process record volumes of cargo as Trans-Pacific shipping costs started to ease. Meanwhile, Thanksgiving flight bookings are 3.2% higher than in 2019, according to Adobe Digital Insights. Airports will be jammed next week as the economy seeks a new equilibrium and consumer enthusiasm appears to remain strong. In this edition of Commerce Code, Connecting with the New Traveler by Integrating Rewards, Loyalty, and Booking, a conversation with Air Miles about their all-new flights platform. Dan Carell here, and this is Commerce Code, brought to you by DCA, the Digital Commerce Alliance. Thanks for joining us for insights into the evolving world of digital commerce. We're still in the era of two economies, as the Wall Street Journal reports this week on the 57% of Americans who continue to live paycheck to paycheck. At the same time, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 20% from this January, and it's up over 60% from its pandemic low point in March of 2020. Most people whose stock portfolios have grown are accustomed to air travel for pleasure or business and have traveled considerably less during the pandemic. As I noted in the introduction, though, the U.S. Thanksgiving week is not only going to be bigger than 2020 when flying was down significantly, but bigger than 2019 before the pandemic. This is a sign of pent-up demand since TSA's checkpoint numbers this year are still down on average around 20% from 2019. In other words, it looks like business travel isn't fully back yet, but consumer travel is strong and perhaps poised to get even stronger. But travel has changed. We talked about this in episode 80 when we spoke with Collinson Value Dynamics and Travel.Win. Travelers are booking closer to flight times, and they expect more convenience and flexibility than before. So there's plenty of travel in our future, but as with everything else, it will never be quite the same again. Today on the show... We'll learn more about connecting with the new traveler by speaking with Tom Rummel of Air Miles, Canada's largest coalition loyalty program that recently launched its all-new flights platform, integrating rewards, loyalty, and booking. Tom, it is great to have you with us today. Where are you joining us from? Yeah, thank you, Dan. I'm based in Toronto, where the Air Miles head office is. Excellent. All right. Well, we're pleased to have you and uh, be talking about Air Miles in this podcast. So uh, let me just dive right in. Air Miles recently launched their new brand uh, with a promise of an all-new Air Miles flight program. And for our listeners and, and for me, too, I'd love it if you could tell me a little bit more about the platform, uh, the changes that are coming up, and then what that means for collectors and for Canadians in general. Yes, absolutely. Airmiles is obviously a consumer rewards program, but we're also one of Canada's largest travel providers. And we're really excited to be launching our new Airmiles flight program. We think it really comes at a crucial time where travel restrictions are being lifted, borders are reopening, and we know Canadians are eager to travel and get back out there after 18 months of staying at home. And the essence of it basically is around choice flexibility, transparency when booking travel. It's essentially a fully redesigned user experience. And the biggest change is that it's going to be based on market-based pricing for flights. So it will allow collectors to get the best available fare to anywhere from anywhere in a nutshell. What we think is a real game changer for us is what we sort of refer to as a double dip. So uh, a collector will be able to either earn or burn the air miles with us. And if they're booking an airfare that is eligible for the airline's loyalty rewards program, then they're also going to be able to accrue in that program at the same time. 
So ultimately, really, it's about choice of airline, departure location, and how you want to pay. We're pulling it flexibility in flight, and we want to make it really as easy for Canadians to book their travel and get back out there doing what they love doing. Yeah, use the word easy, and that's what I was thinking of as you were talking. It just seems like you've pulled together so many possibilities into one platform. Canadians traveling are a pretty significant contributor to American tourism. It's not a small matter, even for folks that are sitting in the U.S., kind of how this stuff works out. And i got to believe there is some enthusiasm to get going again. And that's exactly what we've seen in our collector research as well. People are really itching to get back out there. People have been sitting at home for the last 18 months and weren't able to travel. Borders were closed, a lot of uncertainty with uh, travel restrictions. So there was a lot of uncertainty around that. And I think over the last few months in particular, there's a lot more certainty now. There's a lot more clarity and the confidence is coming back. I think timing is great for us to be launching this new platform at a time when people are really starting to get back into travel. And things really stopped for a solid 18 months. You know, as one of Canada's largest travel providers, I'm wondering how you at Air Miles shifted your strategy to think about all the many challenges that were going on there during the pandemic. I mean, we were fortunate that we had the opportunity and the option to shift gears and travel came to a standstill, not just in Canada, but globally. And at Air Miles, we obviously have our travel rewards program, but we also have our merchandise program. So we really looked at what is it that people are looking for now while they're sitting at home and they can't travel. And we looked at collectors that have redeemed for travel in the past and identified opportunities for us to get the relevant products in front of those collectors. So what we've seen is a real shift in things like home electronics, entertainment, uh, like TV, audio, gaming, so a real, real surge. Kitchen appliances. I'm one of them. Like people have discovered their, their love for cooking and preparing their own meals at home while they weren't able to go out and dine out. So we looked at collectors who would typically redeem for flights and for travel and constructed campaigns that worked for them, deals of the day, lowering the overall pricing across the merchandise, catalog options, provide better value to collectors and make it easier for them to redeem for sitting at home, basically. All of the things that you mentioned as kind of experiences that took place in the pandemic, and it's so interesting to get up just a little bit different perspective from outside the U.S., but I would love to hear from where you sit, which of these things are durable? So as consumers are coming back to travel, what are the changes that you've seen in terms of their attitudes, their behaviors, trends, et cetera, during the pandemic that you think will stick around? And how are you thinking about updating your strategy at Air Miles? Yes, I think it really comes down to understanding our collectors and what they want, what they're looking for. People that did travel during the pandemic did so largely within their own provinces, and that's probably not much of a surprise. We also saw that people who were traveling were largely among the younger demographic, which again is probably not much of a surprise, but lead times have come down significantly. So people are booking a lot shorter to their departure dates. Other considerations are being taken into account apart from price, obviously, the things like clarity around travel requirements. People didn't really know what it was they needed, what the requirements were to get from A to B. And that's one thing that people are looking for now when they're planning travel. The other thing is things like COVID safety practices, aspects like personal space, health and safety protocols of airlines, of hotels, car rental providers. They're all things that are becoming part of the decision-making process now. That's right. I think you'd almost have to think about it for each person as to say, well, how do I view the world differently? What are the things I expect now that I didn't expect 18 months ago? Because if other people are like me anyway, I can't even remember what it was like 19 months ago, you know, in, in some ways. And so there are some expectations that we probably don't even know that we have, that we have now, that we're all going to be responding to and markets are going to be adjusting to for a while, huh? 
I think you're right. Absolutely. I think like space has probably become a new luxury. Flexibility has become a new luxury. Having the certainty that if my plans change, I have the option to adapt and to adjust my travel plans. That is going to become a lot more important than it maybe was in the past where people were quite comfortable to book a non-refundable airfare if they could save a little bit of money and they were happy to take the risk. I think some of these things will change in the future and those sorts of considerations will stay with us for a little while to come, I think. I've done a lot of flying in my life. You probably have too, obviously, in the industry. Casually, I would say that booking flights over the last 20 years has gotten a little easier at times, but not dramatically easier. So I'm curious, you know, you're sort of on the business end of that. How are some of the changes that you've made going to make it easier or different to book travel through air miles? We just want to make it as transparent as we possibly can, make it easy for customers to complete the booking transaction, have full visibility of what is happening in the marketplace and have the certainty that the fare that they're seeing on airmiles.ca is the best fare available in the market and the same fare that they will be seeing on an airline website or on other travel websites. But with the added benefit that they can use airmiles as a form of payment or they can earn airmiles through the transaction. And like I said earlier, in addition to earning air miles, they'll still be able to earn loyalty rewards with the airline that they're traveling with. I have to ask, Tom, you're sitting in Toronto and I'm sitting in Minneapolis right now and it's November. So where are you looking forward to going? Let's just assume, you know, everything's good this winter, sometime in the next five months. Where are you personally looking forward to jumping on a plane and going to? One thing I'm looking forward to is Christmas in uh, Rhode Island with uh, friends and family. So that's the next trip that's coming up. And then over the winter months, a little bit of winter sun never hurts. So um, going somewhere like uh, nice and warm Florida, uh, Mexico, just like for a few days, for a week or so to get a bit of winter sun is always a good thing. And really looking forward to being able to doing that. That's great. Tom, thank you so much for being with us today and best of luck with your work as you move forward with Air Miles. It certainly seems like you've gone through a lot of work to make this a better experience for consumers and we wish you all the best at the organization. Thank you very much. Coming right up, closing thoughts on the future of travel and convenience. It was March of the year 2000, shortly after Y2K didn't really happen, and just before newsrooms concocted the summer of the shark to keep us watching morning shows. I was trying to get out of Caracas at the end of a business trip, and there was an additional step in the departure process that, I admit, I had never seen before. An exit visa. I think it cost about $30 US, but was payable only in Venezuelan boulevards and only in cash. I didn't have the cash, having paid my driver for the week with all the boulevards I could extract in a late-night multi-ATM run through Caracas that somehow eluded the detection of Chevy Chase Bank back home. I was in a painful line now, with no ATM apparent. What to do? Well, I borrowed the money from the guy behind me. He had extra boulevards and just wanted to go home. He was sure he didn't want the money repaid, but I had just heard of a thing called PayPal. He'd never heard of it. That, I believe, was my first digital payment. So, this is a little origin story of digital payments for me, set against the twilight of a painfully antiquated customs and immigration procedure. But with that exit visa, it's the first and last time I've ever encountered one, I was running into one of the many road bumps that have always been a part of travel. The fact that people traveled even when that sort of thing was common just shows the strength of our desire to see new places. We can still make travel more convenient even than it is now. And better payments, travel booking, and travel management are a part of that. And businesses like Air Miles have had time during the pandemic slowdown to completely reimagine 
how they can deliver convenience and value for customers. Travel still isn't that easy. The Economist reported this week that at least one European business traveler was asked for his primary school transcript in order to get a visa to enter China. But beyond the things that are out of our control, the digital commerce sector has a great opportunity to remove road bumps for the millions of travelers who are eager to get on one of the 100,000 flights that take off every day around the world. To find out more about the latest trends in digital commerce and digital advertising, check out our website, www.digcomall.org. For the Digital Commerce Alliance, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Godspeed and good luck. This is Dan Carell signing off. 